when I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our, our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that, and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2. The counselor. The counselor. All right. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to The Counselor. I am your host, Sheldon Stowell. Uh, today, we are going to continue talking about smartphone addiction, also known as Nomo phone bia all right and we're going to talk about some of the symptoms um that people are starting to exude um from using uh overusing their cell phone all right so what is smartphone addiction um smartphone addiction goes anywhere from a smartphone uh a tablet or a computer um that can be used as a as a tool um for productivity um, but compulsive use of these devices can interfere with your work, right, your school, and your relationships. And once again, we talk about signs of addiction, and some of the signs are is when this, this overuse of something starts affecting your life. So when you find yourself at work, and you're checking your cell phone every five minutes. If you find yourself at school and not even paying attention to your professor or to your teachers because you have to check your cell phone every five minutes, it has to be something that's going on. And it's time for us to start taking some notice and maybe doing something about it. So once again, if you find yourself dealing with any of these these situations, if you see some of the subject matter that we're talking about and you would like to be part of the counselor, uh, you can always give us a call. The number should be scrolling on the screen. You can email me at promo at the counselor.live or you can slide up in my DMs. All right. So we're going to continue talking about smartphone addiction. Uh, smartphone addiction, sometimes known as nomophobia, and remember we talked about that in part one, that's the fear of being without your cell phone. It's, you, it's often fueled by an internet overuse problem, right? Or an internet addiction disorder. All right, so now you're starting to see these terms are coming up where these things are actual issues that people are experiencing. Um, so smartphone addiction can encompass a variety of impulsive control problems, including virtual relationships. Yes, that is something new that some of us who are older, that were born before the 2000s, have never heard before. It's called a virtual relationship. And so now that's an addiction to social networking. So if you find yourself constantly on dating apps, Facebook, in uh, TikTok, um, different um, Instagram, when you find yourself on these programs, these these social media sites all day, not just every day, all day there could be a potential issue. You could possibly be dealing with 
an addiction disorder. All right. Or even mess messaging can extend to the point where virtual ones or online friends become more important than real life relationships. So when you actually can leave your get up in the morning, go to school, right, and not talk to anyone all day because your head is in your phone not interested in making friends because all your friends are when you're in your room by yourself playing games or on the internet you have now created what we call virtual friends online friends and that's not good for you Right. Every one of us are humans and you need human compassion. Uh, you need human interaction. You need someone to speak to that is willing to speak back to you that, yes, you can smell their breath. All right. You can see their hair move. You can see their eyes blink. Right. You need social interaction. All right. So when you see your life going in that direction where you don't care about having people around, there are that's definitely signs of addiction. And we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. All right. Information overload. So if you find yourself compulsively searching the Web, right, watching videos except for this one, uh, playing games and checking news feeds. Uh, this can lead to a lower productivity again at work, right? Because you're so used to doing this that at work, you're going to find yourself picking up your phone out your pocket and looking right or school. Once again, they have rules in school, but some of you guys will sit there and put the phone on the desk and wait for your teacher to catch you. But you can, she already knows or he already knows what you're doing because your head is down, which means you're what? Not paying attention. So these are things that start or if you isolate yourself for hours at a time. So once again, when you find yourself being by yourself and your only friend is your cell phone. These are signs that you might be experiencing an addiction or an overuse on, on a particular item or product. All right. So once again, if these things are bothering you or if you know someone that might be going through this, please pick up the phone and give us a call. Um, you can also comment below because some people don't like to talk on camera. Some people don't want to do a video chat session, but you can feel free to comment below and tell us your story. All right. Cyber sex addiction. All right. Compulsive use of the Internet pornography. Pornhub.com right pop up you ever use somebody's phone for a minute and you accidentally hit um you know the windows where all the windows show and you'd be surprised what pumps what comes up that's happened to me a few times i said can i use your phone for a second and then you know i went to close it and i'm not that good at using cell phones and when i went to go close it i hit the window button and good god i was shocked beyond shock so sometimes you know some people have a compulsive use and it's your phone you can do what you want but um you know that's an issue when there's 17 windows open of pornography all right um sexting that's a big thing. I mean, it started coming out, you know, probably about five or seven years ago when you started hearing that term sexting coming out. 
and you're, you know, they were having all these shows about is your teen sexting. There are people who have never, ever been in a human relationship. And I'm saying people, I mean teens. And there are adults right now that are doing the same thing. But they're texting and sexting all types of things. Oh, I want your body. Oh, I would love to see you doing this. And I would love to see you doing that. And this goes on and on for weeks and weeks. And then all of a sudden you get a text saying it's over and you're broken up with. Right. And now you're upset because the person that you were sexting with broke up with you via text. So some of these things we need to start thinking about. And I'm talking to the teens because that's quite a bit of an issue with a lot of teens that, you know, they're having online relationships and then they're having online breakups. And then, you know, they're talking to you. You know, I've talked to a few teens about it, and they're talking and they're crying. And it doesn't occur to me to ask, have you ever met this person before? So this thing becomes a real thing to you over time when someone is constantly paying attention to you, right? All right. Uh, what else we're we talking about? Nude swapping. Now, I want to take a couple seconds with this because some of you young people, I'm noticing a lot of this is going on. I read articles the other night about this where teens, where people are swapping pictures of themselves naked. Now, mind you, if you've never met that person uh, in person, you guys have seen uh, the show on MTV, Catfished. If you've never met someone and they're sending you pictures and all you see are these perfect body pictures all the time. Oh, they're posing here. They're at this beach. They're doing that. And you're seeing these pictures of them. You need to start taking notice that may not be the person that you're speaking to. But what if that person is encouraging you to uh, take a picture of yourself nude and send it to them, that is a concern that you should be raising. And in fact, teens, under 18, I'm talking to you, you should not be doing that anyways. All right, and there's things that you need to think about that you guys are not thinking about right now. You know, you're going to get older, right? And you're going to need a job, right? And sometimes, you know, employers, they Google your name. They type, you just type your name in right then on Google to see what comes up. And if there's pictures of you that's been exposed on Facebook and, you know, people have memes about you, that's going to come up in the search engine as well. So you want to think about that going forward in life that, yes, I may need might, might need to have to get a job one day. So sending a nude photo face and all may not be a good idea because we don't know who exactly is getting access to this material. All right. So just don't do it. And even nude swapping. When, you, when you're thinking, okay, let's switch a picture. Ready? We're going to hit enter at the same time. I sound like I've done it before, huh? <laughs> so when you're three, two, one, and sending the picture of yourself nude and swapping pictures, and then the other person's never came through, you're now sent your picture of yourself, your exposed self, to someone else. So you want to think about that. All right, because you have to live. I mean, you're 16, you're getting older, you're 17. Yes, you're having fun as a child. And yes, some employers, okay, they had an issue when they were younger. But it will come back to haunt you. 
A good example is uh, Denise Richards when she was on The Housewives. And, you know, people started bringing up all these pictures. She was on these magazines, exposing herself when she was younger, trying to make money. And then she explained in an interview that now that she has daughters that are 17 and 18, she had to go and re-explain to them what she did. So I use that analogy to explain to you that sometimes, yes, when you're young, you don't make a lot of good decisions. All right. When you're younger, you're not always thinking about what's going to happen in the future. All right. So you want to make sure that sending exposed pictures of your body, because that's yours. That's the one thing that is yours that no one can ever take away from you is your body. So that's yours. And if you want to just freely expose it at your age, then I would encourage you not to. All right. And that's the reason why I would not encourage you to do it. All right. Adult messaging services also can impact negativity on your real int- real life intimate relationships and overall emotional health. So when you're talking these dirty things that you're talking with whoever you're sexting with, okay, and then when emotions start to come in, this can be a problem. And as I said, you know, when I listen to some of these young people that talk to me, you know, when they see me here and there, hey, how you doing, Mr. Counselor, and talking about situations that happens, you know, I always forget to ask, and now I'm starting to ask, have you ever met this person, this person live? All right, because that's important. All right, so these internet relationships, these smartphone relationships are now turning into something that's affecting your emotions. All right, let's talk about online compulsions. Let's guess gaming. All right, gambling. Gambling is a huge thing online. And I just wanted to mention that we are going to do a huge segment on gambling. But when you guys, some of you guys, I'm talking about some of you older people too, that are on these games, you're buying coins and bidding and playing blackjack. I tried that one time to play Jack blackjack on um, a poker in a Texas poker uh, site that, you know, you pay, you know, for coins. And at first, yeah, it let me win. Then all of a sudden it took all of my money. But then people, I was getting ready to win and I was so close and it just kept taking my money. And so I'm like, I started researching and I started Googling, right, this particular website. Found out that it was a fraud. It was fixed, okay, that no one ever wins. So I can't tell you what to do. Some people have a whole bunch of disposable income. So if you want to waste on these apps and waste it on these gambling sites, that's up to you. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that these are programs that are written by someone. All right. And whoever wrote that program, I don't know if you've ever met someone who does programming, but all you have to say is set card to never hit 21 set player and and encoding. And guess what? You'll never win, hit 21 on that game. So again, all this compulsivity, this online gambling, um, gaming, same thing. I mean, I mean, gaming is great. Some of you don't even play a game for a week before you got the next game that you're buying. You don't even have that game for a week and then you want another one. All right. These are all online compulsions. Of course, everyone online is going to have this game that just came out the day the day before it's supposed to come out and you had to pre-order it. Online compulsion. Did you ever finish your first game? 
You know, I remember playing Pac-Man. That's how old I am. And Superman on an arcade game. Yeah, I wasted about 50 bucks to get to the end of the game of Superman. And when I finally won, all Superman did was just fly across the screen. So I wasted $50 going to the store every day, putting in quarter after quarter. Because, you know, you get better and better the more you play. And we're sitting there waiting for people to play. I'm telling you my age. And then when we get there, we have all these, our pocket full of quarters. And we're just sticking them in, me and my brother. And we're just playing, playing Superman. And we won finally. And it was an accomplishment. But who really won? The person that collected the quarters. All right, so you have to think about this online obsession. Stock trading, all right, Bitcoin came out. Everybody hit that thing like it never happened before, right? People were getting Bitcoins, and all of a sudden, Bitcoin started declining. It started going up. I mean, and now people are confused. They don't even know what to do about Bitcoin anymore. We're going to talk about that, too. Online shopping. I'm going to leave that alone. Online shopping, compulsivity. Okay, going to every online network, you have about 30 apps with online shopping networks. Think about that across the board. How much money are you working to pay for your carts? Something to think about, right? Or bidding on auction sites like eBay, right, uh, can often lead to financial and job-related problems. So when these things start getting worse, when you realize that your impulsivity is now causing issues with you at work, now we need to identify that there could be something going on. All right. So once again, if you do need someone to talk to, uh, yes, we do have a counsel, uh, counseling network which has uh, licensed professionals ready to speak with you uh, about addiction, about compulsion, um, just to just to kind of hear what you need. And if you find yourself like just dealing with some of these things and you just want to talk with someone, you can always pick up the phone, give us a call. You can email me at the counselor. I'm sorry, promo at the counselor live, or you can slide up in my DMs. All right. So next time we're going to talk about smartphone or internet addiction that has a negative impact on your life. So I want you to stay tuned to the counselor. We're on every day starting at 10 o'clock Monday through Friday. We don't want you to miss one episode because we are here. We're going to work with you and we encourage you all to call in my audience is anywhere between 18 and 24. Um, some of the stats have shown now we have some 30-year-olds. Uh, between 30 and 45 are growing. So thank you guys for watching. But more important, when you see the next video that's on the bottom of the screen, click on that and you can go to part three. When I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our, our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2, the counselor.